Goodman Radio Show. And here is the studio orchestra of the Spud Goodman Show, sartorially regaled in sequined jumpsuit and cantilevered pompadour, the world's only accordion-playing Elvis impersonator, Accordion Joe. Here comes the Spud Man, he goes down easy. He calls to you, who the social outcast. Yes, you who are rejected. He wants you, he needs you, he loves you. Here comes the Spud Man, he goes down easy. Here comes the Spud Man. It's the Spud Goodman Show. Let's get ready. Trumbo! And here he is, the head cheese meister. It's Spud Goodman. Greetings, and our Ola. I am Spud Goodman. <laughs> the Spud Man. <laughs> I hope everyone out there now listening is doing well. You know, I'm okay if anyone cares. You know, I really don't get many emails asking me how I'm doing. Uh, I'm sure at least some of you are curious about my current situation and will eventually, you know, display a sense of caring when time permits. I know we all have busy lives. No offense taken. All right, and let me now introduce our show's designated laugher, my Aunt Dorothy. Give us a snicker. I'm going to let you start slowly so you don't pull a muscle or something. Thanks for letting me warm up and not have to pull out a belly laugh right at the start of the show. I could do it, but no need to push it. Well, the snicker was more than adequate, you know, and I'm sure your next snicker will be even better as practice makes perfect. But we talking about practice, man. What are we talking about? Practice? Well, and now I'm required to introduce our show's temporary permanent co-host, Gerald Holcomb. You know, I'm so tired of trying to entice you to do the right thing each show. You know, sacrifice your own airtime, you know, for the good of the team. Every second counts, man. For the the most part, you've been unable to control your selfish tendencies by remaining mute and and allowing us, you know, to get the show underway without your opening commentary. It's kind of sad in a way. Well, I'm a very unselfish person. Really? Yeah. No one besides you, Spud, has ever accused me of being selfish. All I ask for (laughs) is a brief moment to greet Read our listeners at the beginning of each show. And I'm always economical in my use of time when I express how excited I am being part of the show. And I always try to keep myself to, you know, well, limited to... I, I think you've uh, now been given more than adequate of an opportunity to express yourself. Don't you think so, Aunt Dorothy? Agreed. Yes. So what I wanted to discuss I I didn't get a fair opportunity to express myself. I never do. If I was ever given that, it might make a real impact on our ratings as the first few minutes of any show is crucial in keeping the listeners or viewers enthralled. And I am very skilled at keeping people enthralled when I speak. Shut up and dribble. You know, my wife Rachel feels I've been blessed with the gift of connecting with individuals on a visceral level. It's an intense relationship I developed with people, all all people. Yeah, what can I say? Yeah, people love me. Well, can you identify anyone outside your immediate family? Oh, I can assure you, Mrs. Jarvis, this gift I have extends to all generations. Okay. Yeah, from those darn millennials all the way to our senior citizens. I guess I just bond with everyone once they've had a chance to hear what I have to offer. I did not know this. Yeah, it's hard to connect with anyone, though, when I'm limited to three or four words, Spud, at the start of each show. Not only are you a hot dog, a grandstand, or a 
showboat and a prima donna, but you're a liar too. Well, you know, you know, you've exceeded your allotment of, of words, I believe, for the next calendar year. Well. So I have been asked by my Aunt Dorothy if you know, right now if I would take a moment. She asked me before the show to, to help out our show's intern Chance uh, as he's starting his own business. I, I, I guess he, you know, he needs to get the word out. What's the name of his company? Well, I'll let him tell us what he is launching. Go ahead, honey. Tell everyone about your new business. I am kind of excited about this, so thank you, Dorothy. And as I was... Uh, actually, you know, you should kind of thank me as I, you know, I could just ignore this and move on with the show. You dick! Okay, thank you, I guess. So about my new business opportunity, I'm in hopes that it will enable me to be the main breadwinner in my upcoming marriage. Well, I'd I'd really like Dorothy to be a stay-at-home wife, to quit her job and enjoy life, you know? You had me at hello. Oh, babe, I have no desire to retire. That is not how I'm wired. But I really appreciate the gesture. And I know you will be successful in your new business. I'm still waiting to, like, meet a woman who wants, you know, a stay-at-home husband. You know, so far, no luck. (laughs) It'll be a challenge to get this thing off the ground as I've never sold anything before. My mom's friend Phyllis brought me on as a sales distributor under her, but I hope to soon build my own network of sales associates myself after yeah. I get the hang of this. Yeah. If you could just go ahead and make sure you do that from now on, that would be great. So what will you be selling, Chance? You know, if you ever need any advice on sales, I would be more than happy to give you some tips. I mean, the last quarter, I was the third leading salesman on the floor at my other place of employment. Uh, What were you told at our last staff meeting about those free plugs? Well, you were told, clearly. Anyway, Chance, all I hope for for you is that you'll you'll be able to support my aunt here and and allow her to live the lifestyle that she's grown accustomed to. She likes nice things, you know. Oh, Spud, no need to get involved in our business. But Aunt Dorothy, I know you've had more than a a few relationships over the years where you have had to support some... Some real freeloaders. What the hell, yo? That will not happen in our marriage, Spud. I expect to be making six figures within the next few months. Money will not be a contentious issue for us. I guarantee that. You know, a good salesman can write his own ticket chance. My commission on the linoleum I sold last month got our family a new microwave. Uh, You didn't say what product you're going to be selling, though. What is it? Well, for the most part, I'll be selling condiments. All sorts of condiments. Condoms? He said condiments. And I've seen the brochure. They are made with the very best ingredients, very little MSG or additives in most of the products. Look, alternative facts are not facts. Condiments, huh? Yeah. My mom's friend Phyllis said they sell themselves. People love them. You know, people lie a lot, so you got to be on your toes. Once I get a customer base, things should really take off. Well, if you say so, but but how can you get rich off of someone buying a bottle of ketchup from you? Uh, we, we, I guess we can talk about it later anyway. Right now, I, I need to play some music, so uh, let's lead off our musical selections with this tune from the lovely Carla Bruni. Uh, she recorded this song in 2002. Um, it's titled uh, Quinlaca... Quinlaca... 
And I don't know what the hell she's saying, because I don't speak French, all right? Yeah, as you just heard. But but I do enjoy it spoken or sung by others. Here she is, Carla Bruni. On me dit que nos vies ne valent pas grand chose. Elles passent en un instant comme fanent les roses. On me dit que le temps qui glisse est un salaud. Que de nos chagrins, il s'en fait des manteaux. Pourtant, quelqu'un m'a dit que tu m'aimes encore. C'est quelqu'un qui m'a dit que tu m'aimes encore. Serait-ce possible alors? On dit que le destin se moque bien de nous Qu'il ne nous donne rien et qu'il nous promet tout Paraît que le bonheur est à portée de main Alors on tend la main et on se retrouve fou Pourtant quelqu'un m'a dit Que tu m'aimes encore C'est quelqu'un qui m'a dit Que tu m'aimes encore Serait-ce possible alors Serait-ce possible alors Mais qui est-ce qui m'a dit que toujours tu m'aimais Je ne me souviens plus, c'était tard dans la nuit J'entends encore la voix, mais je ne vois plus les traits Il vous aime, ses secrets, lui dites pas que je vous l'ai dit Tu vois, quelqu'un m'a dit que tu m'aimais encore Mais l'a-t-on vraiment dit que tu m'aimais encore Serait-ce possible alors Pas grand chose, elle passe en un instant comme fanent les roses. On me dit que le temps qui glisse est un salaud, que de nos tristesses il s'en fait des manteaux. Pourtant, quelqu'un m'a dit que tu m'aimes encore. C'est quelqu'un qui m'a dit que tu m'aimes encore. Serait-ce possible alors? Man, they be smooth. Now, I don't give a damn about no damn Spud. What grown man named Spud any damn way? I'm just saying in general. Listen to him if you want to. Um, I don't listen to his ass. I don't give a damn about his ass. I don't know him. Don't listen to him. Just give a damn if you listen to him. Uh, Spud, your first guest, D. Snyder, is waiting to speak with you. Now, Mr. Snyder is a musician, right? Yeah, he, he was the front guy from Twisted Sister, but you know he's written a couple movies and done some acting too. Uh, most people remember him from those congressional hearings in the '90s, you know, along with Frank Zappa and some others. You know, when that PMRC group and social conservatives were trying to censor music, a movement I'm sure you were a supporter of. Ooh, yeah. 
I was pretty young back then, but yes, I felt it was necessary to clean up the rock and rap music that our kids were bombarded with. It was disgusting. Oh, you, whoa, ain't whoa, whoa, Kanye, you ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. Gerald, censoring art in any form is the first move in the destruction of a civilized society. Yeah, good point, Aunt Dorothy. I, I certainly don't want some goody-two-shoes deciding what stuff is appropriate for my kids, you know, if I ever had any, or I ever do in the future. I, you know, parents, you know, that's their job. Well, they could do that. Yeah, I would agree with that, as our children, our children, are not allowed to listen to rock music or the rapping. Yeah, well, uh, nice. Okay, and these are now working to petition the NFL to make ACDC the halftime performer, you know, at next year's Super Bowl. And that's what he wants to talk about, so just put him through. Here he is. Say hello to musician, screenwriter, radio personality, and actor Dee Snyder. Thanks for checking in with us, man. Hey, it's great to be here. Great to uh, thank you for giving me a chance to get this word out about bringing ACDC real rock yeah. to the Super Bowl in 2021. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's a national it's a movement, a national effort to force the NFL to make ACDC next season Super Bowl halftime performer. Now I gotta ask you, this move will excite millions, but also maybe piss off a couple hundred others. Are you prepared for the blowback for those who, who might want to maybe see uh, Kenny G at next year's game? You know what? I mean, you're never gonna please everybody, and you know, and and the NFL got blowback for J Lo and Shakira. And, you know, and I'm not hating on, you know, there's always going to be someone who's hating on whoever's there. Right. And I'm not hating on J-Lo and Shakira. It's just that this is a world stage and every form of music should be represented. Hell, I think that country music has been completely ignored. I'm not a country fan, but they have been ignored. I think Garth Brooks would bring that house down if they had a chance. So, I mean, share the love. And I went online and when I was watching the Super Bowl, and it was 10 years ago that we had a real rock band. It was The Who. A decade. That's a long time between real rock bands. Right. A lot of pop bands between then and now. And, and I just tweeted that, and it just blew up. And people just, like, reacted. And I said, ah, okay, I see the problem here. We don't have a, we don't have a, a, a flag carrier. You need someone to lead the charge. And I'm used to leading charges. So uh, I dove in, and I, you know, I went with ACDC. There are a number of great, real, real rock, classic rock bands who could do this. Bon Jovi could do it. Guns N' Roses could do it. Metallica could do it. Foo Fighters could do it. Okay, Queen could do it. But I thought about it. ACDC has that all those hits. They've got the second biggest selling album in the history of recorded music. Yeah. Okay, it's Thriller and then Back in Black. All right, and there's a reason when you're selling that many records, it's not because a bunch of headbangers are buying it. It's because everybody's buying it. People know and love ACDC. Yeah, you got a point there. Uh, I I think I uh, I think they had like up with people like in the first Super Bowl or something. So I don't I don't understand what the problem would be not having ACDC. I, I don't. Well, hopefully they'll they'll go with this. But let me hit you with a music question. As a veteran rock star, I wanted I wanted to run this by you. Do you feel? I hope you don't. Uh, rock is dead, like so many have said. I mean, I'm a big fan. Of I'm so glad you said that, dude. This, this, this. As I started to think about this, this conundrum of, of the halftime show and the lack of rock, I, re I realized that there is this mantra that's been going on for decades: rock is dead. Yeah. And too many people say that, and it's starting to 
And I think it's permeated and young people are like, yeah, rock's dead. It's not true. Okay? The older bands like ACDC are playing football stadiums around the world. But I go out to the clubs. I go out to the smaller halls. They're passionate, great young bands, young musicians. They just don't get love. They don't get the light shine on them. And if we let this message, rock is dead, just keep going, then, yeah, it's going to be squashed. And that's one of the reasons I think having a rock moment where a real rock band goes up there and does what they do incredibly well, it could be that moment that young kids all around the world go, I want to play guitar. I want to pick up a guitar. You know, get that bit of inspiration. You see that real rock. Angus Young doing that duck walk across the stage with a backpack and the schoolboy hat for You Shook Me All Night Long. It could change people's lives. So you're right. This is a problem, and I think this would help to fix that problem, remind people that real rock is alive and well. So, like, learn how to play a guitar, not just how to plug in a USB uh, stick into a laptop or something. Okay, I got it. All right, super. Brother, you are. You know what? You're. 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 Uh, you should be in a much bigger city. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. No, but no, you're really. You're really smart. Look, we are just years away from DJs, not 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 radio DJs, EDM DJs, yep. being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Because they're not acknowledging younger bands. Okay, there's no acknowledgement. The older bands are aging out, and they're going to start, and, and you're going to, you're going to, you know, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is going to wind up having DJs who plug a stick in and press a button, and they're going to be Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So we've got to change the course of history here, and that's, we need a moment. And hundreds of millions watch the Super Bowl halftime show. Right, right. That is a moment. That right. is a moment to make a stand. All right, well... Uh, let's let's talk about the job specs for a rock star. Uh, I, I, is is a great head of hair mandatory? Like yours, for instance, is you know you have you have great hair. Let's face it. Um, but not every musician has a great head of hair. And I, I don't know if like Moby is technically a rock star. But I guess he made it being bald. But uh, how important is hair? <laughs> you know what? I mean, you, you look. You, it can't be that important because Angus is losing his. Okay, yeah. so yeah, yeah. When, the, when the hat flies off, you go, oh, okay, you guys get, get, get a little, uh, little, little, little sparse up there on top, but he's still rocking the stage. So I used to think that it was a big deal. I used to think that you can't, you can't headbang, can't rock without hair, but there's a lot of uh, older rockers who seem to be doing just fine with a shaved head. Right. I, I know Lemmy uh, had a, a little bit of a receding, and he did just fine, so yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah, just kept the cowboy hat on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kept that cowboy hat on. You know, something that a hat can't fix. Yeah, he could rock it. I had the cowboy hat thing is tough to pull off. But anyway. Say, uh, Spud. What? Well, I know you've struggled emotionally over the years having, well, let's call it weak hair. And though I was blessed with a great head of hair myself, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I want you to know I feel your pain and I'm here for you if needed. And, and also, I've been told I look great in a cowboy hat, too, when, uh, you know, my wife and I go uh, line dancing. Uh, Dee, just a sec. First of all, you are no Lemmy, okay? And secondly, your hair isn't that great. Well... Maybe it's not receding much now, but I see serious thinning on the way. Uh, Just give it another year or two, and you're going to be dousing yourself in Rogaine daily. Your day's coming. Yeah, Gerald. I wouldn't be so cocky if I were you. Have you looked at the back of your head in the mirror? You should be preparing for what's coming your way. You guys, yes. my father, who just turned 86, still has a full head of hair and not 
not much gray either. We Holcombs are blessed in that area, I guess. Well, but not in all areas, Mr. Tiny Hands. Now let me get back to D. All right, I've returned. I'm here. Let me leave you with this. Let's step into the Wayback Machine for a moment. D. Snyder, when you went before Congress testifying about that lame effort to censor music, did you have to struggle to not just like flip off Tipper Gore and those PMRC people to tell them to mind their own business? You know, it's a really good question. It's, and that, you know, and, and this is kind of applies to what's going on here with this push for the Super Bowl for ACDC. I'm leading the charge. You got to realize that, yeah, of course, your natural instinct is F you. Okay, because you're angry and you want to say that. But you, but you quickly say, okay, that's going to turn people off and I'm not going to get through to them. If I, if I, if I attack... Uh, if I attack, you know, Shakira and J-Lo and Lady Gaga and Katy Perry, uh, you know, and make it about that, about dislike of what their music, it's only going to turn people off from trying to trying to get rec- off my music, our music recognized. So when I went into Washington, and, you know, I said, okay, you got to go in there and you got to handle yourself intelligently and professionally. And the same thing goes on here. I'm not attacking the other artists. I'm not attacking different music forms. No, they're, they're I'm just saying yeah, it's been yeah. a decade. It, we deserve a moment. All right, all right, all right. Um, well, let, let me hit with this real, real quickly. Uh, I, we're running out of time here, I know, but how cool is it for you, for you to see your hit song, We're Not Gonna Take It, uh, now being an anthem for those rising up in like labor movements and walkouts that teachers all over the country have been heard singing that song while walking the picket line in their communities? That's pretty neat. We're not going to take it. What's happened with that song is transcended the genre. It's become almost a folk song. And anytime yeah. anybody is taking anything from somebody else, they just burst it and we're not going to take it. At athletic events, at protests, you see it all over the world, and everybody knows the song. I was an angry man who wrote an angry song, and it's just, it'll, it'll live long past my lifetime. And that's, I think that's one of the greatest things, it's one of the greatest honors in the world that one of your songs just live on forever. Heck and yeah. everybody knows it. They may not even, at this point, they may not even know it. Twisted Sister did the song, but they they know the song. Absolutely. You know? And that's funny because younger people go, I don't really know ACDC songs. And you go, Thunder. And they go, oh, I know that one. Dirty Deeds. Oh, I know that one. You shook me. Oh, I know that one. They, they know the songs because they're the soundtrack for every football game. Right, right. That's another reason why I chose ACDC. Their songs are played throughout the game. When it's fourth and one, nobody plays hits don't lie. Ever. Yep, you got it. All right, right. well, I know you got it, Jet. So let me say again that you're leading a national movement for the NFL to make ACDC the halftime performer in next season's Super Bowl. Um, Yeah, and people can go online and find out more more information. So I just really appreciate you coming on our show. Yes, go to change.org, ACDC. Change.org, ACDC. Sign the petition, but make your voice worth more by posting it, linking it to all your social media. Spread the word. We, it's a marathon, not a sprint, people. We've got to get a lot of orders, of signatures. There you have it. Thank you. Yes, there you have it, Mr. D. Snyder. Thank you so much. The excitement continues on the Spud Goodman Radio Show following this brief intermission.
the scoffs from Seattle, Washington. You're listening to Spark Goodman Show. Who? That guy sucks. I used to blame society for every stupid little thing that went wrong. I never took a look at me. We now return to more action-packed thrills and excitement on the Spud Goodman Radio Show. Uh, Spud, I didn't get an opportunity to announce how people can contact me to fill all of their condiment needs. My company's name is Only Condiments, and I would like to... Look, I I said I would let you plug your new gig, but this really can't turn into an infomercial, you know? Spud... It's the least you can do for Chance, as he has served valiantly as our intern on this show with no compensation. You owe him much more than just a plug for his new venture. Yes! Okay, okay, Aunt Dorothy. Go ahead, Chance. Sell the crap out of your condiments. You know, I, I might be interested in purchasing a case of mayonnaise. We seem to go through it so quickly at our house. Yeah, why does that choice of condiment not surprise me? And it only makes common sense. I can hook you up with all the mayonnaise you could possibly want. If you order more than three cases, I can get a 15% discount. But that's enough mayonnaise to last a century or two, man. (laughs) Oh, you'd be surprised as we use mayonnaise in a variety of ways. You know, it's very, uh, very versatile products, bud. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Right? I have some brochures that identify like 10 or 12 uses for mayonnaise. It's kind of mind-boggling. Honey, I would like to buy a case of it right now. Would I be your first customer? Actually, my mom bought four bottles of horseradish. My dad puts it on everything. Oh, yeah. Horseradish is quite tasty. Yeah. Yeah, Put me down for a case of that, too. Let me get my new only condiment spiral notebook out so I can write all this down. Now... Dorothy, you wanted two cases of mayonnaise, and Gerald, you wait, wanted... Wait, wait. Only one case for me, sweetie. That should more than take care of my mayonnaise needs in this life. Uh, so, Chance, what kind of kickback do you get on sales? Are, are we talking a 50-50 split? Well, not exactly. 40% off the top goes to only condiments, you know, for the product, and... Then Phyllis gets 30% as I'm under her right now. Yeah. Then I believe 10% goes for overhead costs, so I get 20% on my sales. Yes, we're going to have the wall, and yes, Mexico is going to pay for the wall 100%. 20%? You're getting screwed, dude. I, I know you won't always you know, be at the bottom of this, uh, you know, to me, shady business, uh, but geez... That's a horrible split. You know, Spud, we can't all start at the top of a company's organizational flowchart. I myself received 15% on my linoleum sales at my other place of employment. South Seattle carpet and linoleum. And I get 18% on carpet sales. It can add up to a pretty penny. Hey, what did I say about those free plugs? And and by the way, you know those old-time sayings you come up with? Uh, Pretty penny? I've never seen a pretty penny. Well, what is the question? I, they're just annoying. I just toss them in the garbage. Chance, dear, don't let Spud make you feel diminished in your business venture. Whatever you bring home will be just fine. Besides my part-time job, I also expect a Social Security cost-of-living bump this next year. Well, 
That's kind of cool, Aunt Dorothy. You get a raise while being on Social Security. That's so hot. Very soon you'll be able to quit your part-time job, Dorothy. I promise you. Say, uh, Chance, could you get me a deal on mustard? We also use a lot of mustard in the Holcomb house. Deal or no deal? Uh, you know, my oldest, Gerald Jr., he, he seems to use it on everything. Let me look at my mustard brochures and okay. I can get you a price. I don't think I'm able to lower the price the company says to charge, but let me ask Phyllis to see if it's cool to give friends a little discount. Stop being weak! Just don't put your job in jeopardy giving Gerald a deal. He can afford to pay full price, yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Fine, fine. I'll pay full price. I was just inquiring about the best price Chance could get me. Dude, you're, you're paying for mustard, not escargot or I caviar. Know, I, yeah, yeah. Hey, why don't we play some music now as, as I'm getting bored talking about freaking condiments, okay? How, how about this cut from Nirvana off their 1993 release in utero? It's titled Francis Farmer Will Have Her Revenge on Seattle. Uh, somebody hit it. Yes, I'm relieving now that you're leaving Soon as you can pay Yes, I'm relaxing
Goodman Show. It's okay? Spud, your next guest, Mel Rodriguez, is holding for you. Am I supposed to know who Mr. Rodriguez is? They want to shut your mind talking about Justin Bieber! Uh, yes, if you if you watch any decent TV programs, you what, should. I do. Mel's been on a bunch of great shows like Better Call Saul, The Last Man on Earth, Getting On which was on HBO. That was a great show. I, I could just continue, but uh, I'm going to rest my case. Uh, once you see his face, you go, ooh, that guy. Yeah, I know who he is. He's really good. He, you know, either funny or making you feel sad or whatever. He's versatile. I really like Mel on that Showtime series on Becoming a God in Central Florida. Yeah. It's a dark but funny comedy, and he is the best thing on it. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that program. Didn't we just have someone on from that Better Call Someone show? What are you people? On dope? Uh, Better Call Saul. Saul. Yeah, Michael Mando. Um, you you wouldn't like it, probably, because it's way too cool for your tastes. I, I like cool things, too. Don't just assume I don't like cool things. I enjoy uh, lattes and Rubik's Cubes. Don't just assume I'm ignorant about popular things, Spud. Yeah, okay, Mr. Cutting Edge. Just put Mel through, please. Here he is. Say hello to actor Mel Rodriguez. Uh, we appreciate you coming on our show. Uh... Let's start with your role in the new Disney Pixar animated film Onward, now showing in theaters everywhere. Oh, it's really my pleasure. Yeah, I play well. I play Officer Colt Bronco, who is basically dating uh, Laurel Lightfoot, who is mom to Ian and Barley Lightfoot, who are oh. the protagonists of the piece. Um, and uh, yeah, and I guess God, he's kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. In kind of a way, you know, he's he's uh, uh, he's, her, he's he's her boyfriend, and he's um, trying to like not step on any toes, I guess, you know, oh. still trying to be the man of the house. Uh, it's a very delicate balancing act, and um, was it difficult finding and, your? You know, the kids have, <laughs> was it difficult finding your motivation to play Colt? Did you have to dig on this one? No, no, I, I really, I, I really didn't. I, I, I felt, I felt cold right away. You know, I, I, I spent probably the first ten years of my career playing police officers. Oh. <laughs> so, so he, so, so he was, so he was, he was a centaur police officer, but well, you I like know, centaurs. like same thing. All right. Yeah. Well, well, let me let me hit you up. Let me hit you up with this. I was wondering if like all Disney, our actors in Disney films get like lifetime passes to Disneyland and Disney World. 
Dude, I hope so, because my kids, well, I have a daughter who's five and a daughter who's one, and I'm going to look into that. Yeah, have your because, agent look into that. Uh, I, I am definitely, thank you for bringing that up. I am definitely looking into that, because um, that's, that's going to save me a lot of money. Heck yeah. At least like yeah. free Disney TV for six months. But anyway, your agent can handle that. But all right, let, let me move on. Yeah. You know, millions of people enjoyed you on The Last Man on Earth that ran for four <laughs> seasons on Fox. Now, I was among them. Why the hell did they cancel that show? It was really, really good. And the cast was awesome. I don't know, man. I, I really, I really wish we could have had at least maybe just just six or seven episodes to tie up that ending yes it, it was yeah. just it was weird the way it ended I, I i don't i don't i could i couldn't tell you i really couldn't tell you uh fox didn't i think didn't feel like at the end of the day it's all numbers it's all those stats um it's it's who's watching and in my opinion, it really is an outdated system because people are people are waiting to watch things. Yes. Uh, yeah. people, people wait to watch things so they can binge it. And that's the way people like to watch TV nowadays. And so it's interesting. Now we have this whole gigantic, like, um, just this huge fan base in Canada, oddly enough, because they started... They started um, uh, running it on this um, platform there. And yeah, all of a sudden we have this huge fan base in Canada that we didn't have before. Um, And, and, you know, I don't know. I don't know, man. I really, I just, I really wish we would have gotten maybe just six or seven more just to wrap it up because it's just like, at the minimum, Those guys come out in the masks and you don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, Mel, I got to yeah. say this. You gave hope to millions of guys who, like me, you know, don't look like male models, you know, being the love interest of January yeah. Jones uh, on the series. Did you get a lot of, like, high fives from random male strangers on the, you know, on the oh, street? Yeah. On the sh- yeah. 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 I bet you oh, did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, yeah. I, 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 I scored. That was, that, that, that show is like, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a good job to have. All right, all right, all right. I'll, I'll move on here. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Spud, what? if I may interject here, I also have found myself being envied by random men when I'm out with my wife, Rachel, at the mall or running really? errands. Well, not so much high fives, but I usually get a look from men, and I guess teenage males, too. You know that look of, boy, is that a lucky guy or what, to be with such a beautiful woman? Ah, uh, Mel, I need a moment here. What the hell are you saying? Well, that when I'm out with my wife, Rachel, I often get that look of jealousy from other men. Like, how dare I be with such a knockout? Uh, are you sure you're reading these guys correctly? Yeah. Oh, but I find it unusual that strange men on the street would take the time to ogle your wife. That's disgusting. Yeah, and ogle too. It must creep her out. Well... I've, we've never discussed it, but it kind of, I kind of detect that she finds it somewhat intoxicating. I, I know I enjoy being resented by other men. Right. Okay. Well, let me get back to Mel. All right. I have returned. Great. You're also a cast member of the Showtime series on Becoming a God in Central Florida. I also enjoy that show, and that's not been canceled, right? It's coming back for season two. Thank you. 
Yes, we are coming back for season two, and I'm actually on my way there on the ninth uh, to uh, actually for for a table read. Um, and we're we're gonna start we're gonna get cracking on the ninth of April, actually. Huh. Um, the new season, and yeah, and so yeah, so we're we're we're, we're coming back. I. I love. I, I really love the show. I uh, love the writers. It's really, really a very kind of dark comedy, but uh, uh, a comedy nonetheless. Well, you know, it it, it accurately gets the economic struggle of the majority of America because we're. I, I think sixty nine percent of adults have less than a thousand dollars in savings. So you can feel the desperation in the show. I think you can. Yeah. No, I and I and I and I, and I, I got I you know I, I got that. I mean, most of my friends and, and and my family grew up that way. It was like, you know, we lived paycheck to paycheck, and you know, and you didn't know if 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 that next paycheck didn't come in, you didn't know if you were going to be able to pay the light bill. Right. And you cut, you cut coupons, and you you did. You did what you had to do to survive, and I think most of America still lives that way. Um, uh, a, a lot of people don't realize they do. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well, you know, yeah. coincidentally, on this radio program, we're discussing the multi-level marketing, a topic uh, that on becoming a god in Central Florida takes on full bore. Our, our intern Chance Maybe. has dipped his toe into this Ponzi scam. What would your advice be to any aspiring sales associates at the bottom of the pyramid? Like, keep at it until they're millionaires, or maybe get a real job that pays like a salary. I just stay away. I just stay away. Uh, I really would. That's what I'm telling them. I, I, I think I think stay away. Just could. I mean, I, I guess there is. I guess there is money to be. There is money to be made, but. Um, you you you've got to, you've got to cross people. You know what I mean? You've really got to. Yeah, you've got to. It's a tough gig. There's no doubt about that. It's brutal. It's, it's a tough. It's a tough gig. Yeah, you've got to kind of like. You've got to sell out some friends, and you gotta. Yep. Yep. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta double cross them, but. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, I'm telling them that. But all right, all right. Let me move on to another question. I read growing up you were into boxing. <laughs> yeah. Did you enjoy getting hit in the face? Because I have never enjoyed it much myself. I'm a bleeder. Uh, were you, you you were into boxing, right? Yeah, I, I boxed. I boxed as a teenager. Yeah, I did it at the, at the police league, and and. I hated. I actually hated that, and that's why I quit. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah, you maybe I were like, like hardcore it. into it, like you were like wanted to like maybe be a you know a, a pro or something. I thought I wanted to go pro, and I got hit so hard in the face one time that I realized that no, uh, this is not what I want to do with my life. Well, it kind of worked yeah. out well for you, so you made the right call. Um, all right, well, I, I know you got to scoot. You're a very busy man. You're taking meetings all the time, so I'm just uh, I'm going to let you go. But let me say again, you co-star in the new Disney film, Onward, showing at theaters all over the world. Uh, so thank you so very much for spending some time with us. Thank you. Yeah, come, come out come out and see it, and, and I hope you enjoy it. It really is a fantastic, amazing, magical film. All right. Well, there you have it, Mr. Mel Rodriguez.
This is the Spud Goodman Radio Show. All right, let's get back to the music. Here for your listening pleasure is an interesting cover of the Depeche Mode tune Master and Servant by the French band Nouvelle Vague. Here it is.
butter. There are not many things I love more than peanut butter. When I get up in the morning and grab a spoon, my heart is all a flutter. Growing up, I had some issues, and as an adult, sometimes I have been a cutter. My friends get concerned when they see me sitting in a corner and only mutter. One time I wouldn't stop until my best friend Lonnie had to threaten to hit me in the face with a putter. There are not many things I love more than peanut butter. Drugs and counseling are nice, but what almost always snaps me out of a funk is this amazing creation. I should add, though, I totally hate Nutella. It's gross. My, how time flies. You know, I googled this whole only condiments multi-level marketing thing you signed up for, Chance, you know, during that last song. It seems like the whole thing could be one big scam. You should read the, the comments online. Well, I know my dad is warning about some of the issues that come with this sort of work. I mean, my head sales distributor, Phyllis, has been bothering both my mom and dad to buy her stuff for years. She's always on them to be distributors under her, too but they told her to get lost. I'm in a financial bind, so I was more open to doing this. Come on, you can do it. She said if I can just sign up 10 more distributors under me, I can buy a BMW in a few months, really? which would never be okay as I only buy American. My dad would kill me if I didn't. You know, don't let Spud put any negativity into your mind, Chance. Sales requires a positive outlook and total focus. When I first started out selling magazine subscriptions after graduating from college, I initially struggled as I didn't have the right frame of mind. How long do you think you can keep your friends safe from me? Well, first of all, you, you still haven't received your degree, actually, you know, from BYU until you take care of that last PE class you didn't complete. Uh, I remember that story. Uh, and putting down you actually have a BA is maybe a federal crime or something. Yeah, I basically completed my undergraduate studies, okay? I don't think so. Anywho, shortly after that, I proposed to Rachel, and I had to get a job fast. That led me to selling magazine subscriptions, and I did pretty well. Truth isn't truth. Uh, don't mostly junior high kids sell magazine subscriptions? You know, like for school fundraisers? Y yes, they were actually my main competition in those days. I had to out-hustle them. And sure, there were days where I was outsold by a few really ambitious students, but for the most part, I dominated in my region. Americans love a winner. I don't think I could sell magazine subscriptions. Does anyone even read magazines these days? At least everyone uses condiments. Yeah, I don't know this lady who's a friend of your mom, this Phyllis you mentioned, but are you sure she's honest? I guess there are horror stories about sales team directors, you know, who overcharge their salespeople for products. Uh, does the word, uh, the words, uh, I think it's pyramid scheme ring a bell? Well, I was introduced to Phyllis, and she didn't seem the type to be involved with such a thing. Maybe she uses a bit too much perfume, and the makeup was a bit heavy, but I doubt she's out to fleece Chance. 
Yes! Yeah, I pretty much trust her. It's only been four days so far. I'll stay on my toes though if she tries to pull something. Uh, another thing, you know, in the article, I was, I don't know if I was gonna bring this up, uh, that I scanned a little while ago, uh, was this need to, to protect yourself against being sued by customers. Uh, in your case, like, let's just say, if one of the jars of mayonnaise was spoiled or had mold and maybe someone got really sick, who do they blame and go after in court? You, Chance. I don't think it's gonna happen. I never thought about getting sued. Well, you Spud. should. Spud, think about you're it. You're putting negative thoughts into Chance's head. It's very hard to be successful selling anything when Mr. Negativity comes around. Well, I would hope the company would stand behind you if anything should arise. I think I read something about me being responsible as I am the owner of my only condiments business. Phyllis mentioned it when she signed me up and gave me some of the brochures. Yeah, yeah, I would tell Phyllis to take her condiments and stick them yes, where... Yes, but, but that's not necessary. Chance, just stay focused on your sales goals. You can do this. Yeah, the more I think about this, the less it sounds like a good idea. I may have jumped okay. into this before really thinking it through. Don't be so overly dramatic about it. I'm sorry, Dorothy, I don't want to let you down. Oh, don't worry about me, honey. If your heart isn't into this, then for heaven's sakes, just forget about getting a job right now. Yeah, this intern gig must drain you, Chance. If I was you, I would just you know, keep sleeping in and playing video games all day long, you know, except when you're here in the studio. Write it out as long as you can. You think this is funny? <laughs> is this a joke to you? But you're a terrible influence on this young man. He needs a much better role model to emulate. Chance, if you are interested, I would be more than willing to sit down and discuss a potential sales career for you. Yeah, thanks, but I'll take a hard pass on that offer. Good call, yo. Babe, wow. we can talk more about this when we go out for frozen yogurt after the show. I know you're looking forward to it. I think I have a two-for-one coupon so we can take some home with us if it doesn't melt too much. Oh, yeah, I, I like frozen yogurt, too, if you have any leftovers. I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, anyway, all right, let me sign off now. I am Spud Goodman. Be all that you can be, and I mean that. God bless and ciao. Bye-bye. Okay, we're going to leave you uh, with this uh, tune by Richard Cheese and his take on the Radiohead classic Creep. Later. You know, folks... I was talking with my honey the other day, my Pablo honey. I said to her, I said, Pablo honey, I said, I said, you go to my head, my radio head. Okay, computer. When you were here before, couldn't look you in the eye. You're just like an angel Your skin makes me cry You float like a feather In a beautiful world I wish I was special You're so freaking special But I'm a creep I'm a weirdo What the heck am I doing here? I don't belong here No, 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 no
happy Whatever you want You're so very special I'll have that special But I'm a creep I'm a widow What the heck am I doing here? I don't belong here I'm a creep I'm a nut job What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here I don't belong here Fitter, happier, more productive, comfortable, not drinking too much A pig in a cage on antibiotics Thank you! Chance Look, I know you said you were not interested in a few sales tips that I might have for you, but I think you should at least take a look at a very lucrative business opportunity I could let you in on. It's very exclusive, much more potential than the prior products you were involved with. Uh, you know, my wife and I handpick the members of our team, and I believe you would be a great candidate. Would you like to purchase, say, a vacation cabin somewhere? It's definitely doable if you join us. We love winners. We love winners. Yeah, well, I don't do vacations. What would I do with the cabin somewhere? Uh huh. There would be a lot of chores, like chopping wood and stuff. Okay, okay. Would you be interested in becoming financially secure by the time you turn 25? And maybe consider retiring? It's all possible if you join us. What would I have to sell? We feature household utensils. Have you ever heard of Pampered Chef products? Only top shelf items. Your mom would love to have a new cheese grater or spatula. Am I right? I'll have a hamburger, for which I will gladly pay you Tuesday. My mom doesn't cook. My dad handles everything in the kitchen. Okay, then. I'm sure he would appreciate a new uh, meat cleaver or, say, barbecue tongs. Uh, I guess. Gerald... I need to go now. Dorothy's waiting for me in the parking lot. Oh, oh. You know we're getting frozen yogurt on the way home. Sure, sure, yeah. Okay, listen, just keep this incredible opportunity in mind. We can talk again. Enjoy your frozen yogurt. Uh, okay, I will. Bye. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, Good. goodbye. Uh, uh, say, Trevor, I can see you back there. Are, are you hiding behind that chair? This in our pants yet? When you're done with your sound engineering duties, I'd like to speak with you about an incredible financial opportunity. I can wait until you're finished as I have all the time in the world. Copyright 2020 Spud Goodman Productions, David Brenneman speaking.